0: What's up everybody, this is Zach and Amy with Be A Light. Hope that you've been having a fantastic week today. Today, that was like tonight and today put together. It's we're, night for us. We're going to be talking about having healthy relationships. Um, the guys, we we actually... They just left they just we left. spent
1: time cultivating healthy relationships. Just talking to them.
0: Yeah, just hanging out and everything. But we still wanted to record an episode um, tonight. But you brought up the subject. So kind of tell me, like, how did you come up? Like, how did the conversation come up in your mind? I know it's from God, but...
1: Uh, It really was just... um, It's something I've been having to work at in my life and... Uh, yesterday or yesterday or the day before um, was asking God you know what what do you want us to talk about on the show and um, I just healthy relationships came to mind and mm-hmm. and I was like that can be a really awkward topic like I don't really want <laughs> and like, it, it was more coming from like I'm trying to deal with that myself and it was oh. like I was like um, yeah I don't really want to talk about that and it was like that means that you need to talk about it. Yeah. And, um, but I also think, I think it comes from like, you're trying to make an effort to make that happen. And it's not that. It's like, you know, if you weren't even trying, like it wouldn't even be on your radar, I think. Yeah. So it makes me feel more okay with talking about it. But, Mm. You know, there's still that sense of walking through certain things. So. Yeah. Um, but Yeah, it really just comes down to that it's a really important thing that we're supposed to um, cultivate. Yeah. And um, I really just wanted to talk about how the word says that we should do that and how we've been trying to do that. And I'm um, really interested in knowing how... You guys uh, implement that into your life, or you know, whatever we say tonight, how you feel like it can apply to your life. But um, I'm always open to wisdom. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, so because um, by no means do we know everything, but um, yeah, that's really uh, what it came down to, and I think it's just something that we have to be intentional about. Yeah. I know as, as I've gotten older, like, you know, you hear more and more about like adult friendships, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you're juggling adult responsibilities and it's like, you know, actually having just friendships and everything. It's like, you really have to make an effort to make it happen because it's really easy for things to slip or to lose touch with people because of the busyness of life and everything. And, um, it's always been something that not always, but there's been many times in life where I've gone through, um, periods where it was really a struggle for me. And it's just something that I'm working on. it. I'm not just talking about friendships. I'm talking about you know family, yep. um, even our relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, that's really just where I'm coming from. So
0: yeah, I like I know it's something that I've been dealing with as well uh, with relationships because we're in a very new part of our life's uh, kind of like journey. And a lot of the people that I worked with or had like colleague kind of relationships, like we literally live beside one of like my, one of my colleagues, but he's hey Michael. <laughs> hey Michael. But he's also like one of my friends and everything. But like a lot of that is went away because like I'm not conversing with them like I used to because that was like my life but it's also been like with being a band director for years and being so busy like a lot of the friends that I had before then had kind of it'd be you know in passing you know a text message a year or whatever like uh and these are people you know like my roommates from college or people that I grew up with and I know something that I've been dealing with lately is like trying to reinvigorate friendships that I felt have, you know, kind of been put on the back burner for different reasons or like has, you know, had things happen that I haven't been able to focus on or whatever. And it's, it's difficult you know, it's difficult, but anything worth doing is a challenge. Like if everything was easy, then it wouldn't be really, you know, yeah, worth doing it. So, uh, you know, it's, it's looking to the father and seeing, you know, what does a healthy relation look like? You know, and the greatest example is the Trinity. It's three beings, you know. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, working in tandem and perfect unity with one another to accomplish what God has set out. Yeah. You know, and I think that's one of the craziest things. It's like from a human standpoint, if we were God, we would shoulder all that responsibility because we do that in our day-to-day life. But God wants to co-reign with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's just fascinating, and that's a healthy way of dealing with it instead of, oh, well, I'm the only one that can do it.
1: Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, like, when you started talking about the triune God, like, thinking of, like, you know, co-reigning came to mind, and um, it's interesting how God has wired us for connection. hmm and you know connection to him and connection to other people yeah. and <clears throat> I know um one of the things like <laughs> recently I've been feeling like um I I guess people call it stir crazy where it's like yeah I'm because yeah, we work from home mm-hmm. and um I'm home a lot and there's just certain points when it's like, I just really want to get out of the house. I just wanna yeah. do something. And uh, I was listening to um somebody on YouTube who has a similar lifestyle, but um you know, she was talking about just how she intentionally tries to text like she was saying like five people a day and I think she worked up to that point. Yeah. You know, and if you have a lot of like business Acquaintances and things like that, you know, that's something that you want to keep active with, but just um, being willing to reach out to people and like I have always been called an introvert and identified as an introvert. Um, I think a lot of times we take on the things that people call us Mm -hmm. because the way my life has turned out where, you know, it turned into me being a musician and a performer, you know, people (laughs) like, in. I remember, uh, he was my principal. (laughs) Uh, I went to this little private school, my principal, um, you know, I went back and like sang at the school or whatever. And, you know, we were just talking and he was like, you are like the last person that I ever would have thought would be doing yeah. something like this because I was so shy. Mm-hmm. And, um you know, I just had a really small group of friends or um I would tend to like I would have like a certain friend group and it would be really intense friendships for a while. And then something would happen and then I'd move on to another friend group. And I don't know if that comes from like having a military background where you only live there for a few years and then you have to leave or like, I I have no idea, but um, it, I just, I always had kind of a small, for the most part, a small group of friends. I went through different phases, but um, I always thought that that was not a good thing, but I've learned Like, you know, there's certain people that are close that you can trust. Yeah. But um, really just, you know, I'm... It's really about, like, how I interact with anybody. Um, But I think when I'm thinking of healthy relationships, it's not always even about people that... Necessarily want to have a healthy relationship with me, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that's. I feel like everybody's against me. No, <laughs> no, yeah. Like um, <laughs> it's just that I want to know that I've done my part mm-hmm. in the relationships that I have. You know, whether it's family, whether it's friends, and, um.
0: And I think that's a a big thing that I've been working through is it's like I can only do my part. I can't do the other person's part, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's coming to that realization. It's like I'm going to text this person and it's their choice to respond to me or not, but I'm going to text them because I miss them. I want to have a conversation with them, you know? And I think a lot of people, and I, I've definitely been dealing with this. It's like when you don't get that text back, that reply back, it's like you heap all of that onto yourself, but it's that person's decision ultimately if they want to have a conversation with you or not and it might be because you know their day got crazy or you know x y and z but you know you do your part and everything else after that you know you can have a clear conscience from that
1: yeah um yeah because i know i think there's a part of us Where I don't know, maybe maybe it's me, but it's like we want we want everything to be okay, we want everything to be like copacetic, whatever you want to call it. And it's like um, there's just some people who maybe they were in your life at some point, or maybe you had a certain relationship with them maybe even for the majority of your life, but people change and things change. And, you know, we can only control the way that we respond to situations. And I know there's been relationships in my life um, where I've gone out of my way to reach out to people and try to love them. Um, and also, you know, speaking the truth and love to them. But not everybody wants to receive that. And, yeah. you know... And, I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> you know, it's like we don't want to hear that we're wrong or whatever. And I get that. But... um You know, it it really just comes down to, like, I know that I did what was right by that person, and I care about that person. And, you know, just because there's conflict right now, or maybe there's, you know, a period of silence, or, you know, there's a disconnect in the relationship. That doesn't mean that it's always going to be that way. And... Um, I think, you know, when we're talking about relationships, it's like just the word itself is like, it's like I know that that's something that's important and I need to, you know, yeah, I need to try better and that sort of thing. But it really is something that it's a conversation I feel like we try to avoid because it is a lot of work and it's just kind of like it, it is frustrating, you know. Yeah. Um but I was looking for um a particular verse earlier but I came across another one uh without really looking for it, but it's a verse from Proverbs if my phone will work, right? Bless you. Thank you. Might have to do some cuts. There he goes. Okay. Not staying in.
0: hmm? Staying in. (laughs)
1: Um. This is Proverbs fifteen thirty two. Um. It says, refusing constructive criticism shows you have no interest in improving your life. Mm. For revelation insight only comes as you accept correction and the wisdom that it brings. Yeah. Like, when I read that, I was like, okay.
0: (laughs) Proverbs is so good because you see this. I'm going to use a $5 word here. Juxtaposition. Throughout. Between the fool and the wise, the foolish and the wise. And if what a wise person does is take correction to better themselves, uh, you know, I think of it as you can do it either band or like sports or whatever. Like we watch film and band. Now we'd watch the performance. We'd, you know, take into consideration what went well, what went wrong, what mm-hmm. needed to be fixed. And then we had a game plan for the week, you know, to improve the show. Same mm-hmm. thing with sports, you know, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But God is consistently giving us corrections on things. And it's instant feedback, majority of the time, if you're listening. Yeah, you know, because you have the Holy Spirit, like, hey, man, you don't, you shouldn't have done that, you know, and it, like, you feel it inside of you. You feel that, you know, oh yeah, I shouldn't have done that, and that's that's the time to go and fix it, not not letting it fester and everything.
1: Well, like, I think that's something like. I don't want to fall into old habits. I don't want to fall into, you know, patterns of behavior that, um, maybe I've learned from past relationships, um, and repeating them, you know, in my present relationships or in the future. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to be that person that doesn't take, constructive criticism or doesn't take correction um because it's like i know there are times when you know it's like you know that this is the right thing to do and you do what god tells you and people don't necessarily respond to it well yeah. um but you know you can have conflicts in a relationship and not realize that you can be a part of the problem Mm -hmm. and not even you know it's you may think that you're absolutely right but you know if there's an issue it's like we really have to put selfishness aside and realize that it's not you and I against each other it's you and I against the the problem problem. and I'm really trying to work on that And, um, you know, and and even with myself, like, you know, not allowing, you know, maybe frustration that I have about, you know, getting a certain job done or getting all the things that I need to get done or. Um, You know, whatever it might be like not letting those frustrations come into my dialogue or my interactions Mm. with people, because I know that that's (laughs) been a thing between us. And, you know, I want to be honest about what I'm experiencing, because I don't ever want to pretend that I have everything figured out, you know, because that would not be true Mm -hmm. and you know it's like you know we're learning the word and we know you know what the word says but we're still applying it to our lives yeah it's It's, an
0: everyday thing yeah
1: and like it's like you can quote the word all day long
0: but never live it
1: yeah but it's and it's like like it talks about in first corinthians 13 I believe that's First Corinthians. We're talking it's that set chapter about love. Yeah, and it's like I can do all these things, but if you don't do it in love, there's absolutely no point to you doing mm-hmm. them. And it's like you can know the word, and you can even try to help set people free, but if you go home and you treat the people that you love poorly, like you're a hypocrite.
0: Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Stephen Furtick said it, or it's either Stephen yeah, he, or Chris. He, t- he talked about it. Where yeah. it's like, you know, when you're at church, you're, you know, oh, God is so good, blah, blah, blah. and once you get in the car, you're yelling and hollering and screaming at your kids and your wife and everything.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, I, I know we've seen unhealthy relationships that have a very active way, and I know something that...
1: Yeah, because it doesn't necessarily have to be like yelling and screaming. Like it can be like cold shoulder. It can be indifference. It can yeah. be it can be a anything. passive
0: form as way as well. Yeah, and I think that's something like I'm having to get better at is not being passive on things because like it's better. And I've said this even teaching. Uh, Sunday mornings it's like it's better to deal with a problem when it's small than when it's big you know when it's a bigger issue but like I know me myself for years it's always been like well if it gets any worse I'll take care of it that's how like my whole life has been it's like well if if it gets any worse than this, I'll take care of it. And then yeah. it's like you keep moving that line in the sand. I think about that Bugs Bunny and Yosemite Sam, where Bugs Bunny's like, I bet you won't cross this line. And like, you know, they keep going. And then Yosemite Sam's like, fell off yeah. the cliff and everything. And that's how, you know, it is. If you just keep pushing that, you know, oh, which we'll is a little bit more won't hurt. A little bit more won't hurt. And then you've got this full blown situation going on Yeah. that if you would have just stopped it at that first, you know, the buck stops here. Yeah. Like, and that's something that I'm having to develop and not just our relationship, but other relationships with other people, because it's not fair to let it build. And then it's like, I'm having to like drop the hammer, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, I got to take care of this. Yeah. Let me go get my hammer out and let me, you know, ban hammer. That's what I you know, think about that. Um but you know, it's it's not being passive or being cold like you were saying. You know, you can be so withdrawn, you know, where you only want to talk about the things that you're interested in or you you know, it could be in several different ways that this manifests this bad this poor relationship. But a relationship is all-encompassing you think about god god isn't just involved in when you go to church he's involved in every aspect of your life yeah everything your finances your health your your marriage sex everything he's in everything and people are like what what do you mean by that it's like he created all of this for our benefit and our like, just advancement. Yeah. And that's how that relationship should be. Everything we do should be glorifying him. It yeah. should be pointing back to the creator. Yeah. And that's the healthy relationship.
1: Um, I think it's... I mentioned this um, earlier in a conversation, but... It's finding that balance of, I it's a verse I was looking up. It, it's actually in a couple of places. Um, this is Colossians three thirteen, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And then this is Ephesians 4, 2. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other. Making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. And it's finding that balance of loving people and just loving them for who they are. But when, you know, if there's any kind of conflict, not taking offense and making allowance for faults, but also wanting to help build people up. And give them loving correction and having that balance. Because if you let one, you know, outweigh the other on the scale, Mm -hmm. that loving correction turns into bad, like badgering people all the time. Or, well, I'm making allowance for their faults. I'm just loving them. And then you're letting them get away with something that could be destructive to them. So, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that it's like being in relationship means that you're always in conflict. <laughs> it's no, like, that's no, not no. what I'm saying. You know, it's, I'm, we're just talking about the difficult parts of really, you know, yeah. the difficult part of a relationship.
0: Well, and as you were talking about, you know, like there's that balance. I, we had a conversation, I think this has been a couple months ago about mercy and grace. Yeah. And I think that is a perfect representation of, you know, how God prunes us and develops us, but also, you know, works with our faults and not throws it in our face. You know, that's the difference between grace. Grace is, you know, it's developing you, you know, it's teaching you. Mercy is just, you know, loving you, you know, and bringing you through it without yeah. just like, hey, you did this wrong again today. Yeah. And, looking at God's example of both of those, that's how we should be with our relationships. It's that balance because there's times where it's like, okay, you can't keep doing that. So grace kicks in. But if it's, the you know, oh, well, you know, they've never done that before, that's mercy. You know, it's, it's that finding that balance and it's listening to the Holy Spirit yeah, to give you that guidance. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times <laughs> I know... I, we can as humans we can go to the nth degree on anything <laughs> and it's like well I gotta teach him a lesson hmm you know and it's like that's not how grace works yeah you not you're not making uh, an example or anything like that grace is hey this has been happening I love you so I'm bringing this up so we can both be better so this doesn't keep happening yeah. And that's where we've got to get, because God isn't coming in with a rolled up newspaper. And it's like, you know, popping <laughs> us on the nose. We're like, don't do that again. Or, you know, spraying us with a water bottle like he's teaching us. Yeah. And I, I think that's what a lot of us do. It's like, you know, we come in with a spray bottle. And it's like, oh, you didn't respond to my text message. You know, that kind of deal. So we've got to work in the parameters that God has set up for us.
1: Yeah. Um, You mentioned taking things to the nth degree, and it made me think of how... I know we've had this in our relationship, but it can happen in any relationship where um, someone does something or says something and we assume like the worst yeah. about what they did or they said. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, we, you know, we have to love other people as we love ourselves. And I think like, I've I've been told that like I I hold like a really high standard for people
0: mm-hmm.
1: that you know like I have close relationships with and I know that in the past I've learned to walk in grace and everything but um you know, would be really harsh with myself. And there's still times when it's happened and, and it's like, I think, you know, when we're making allowance for other people's faults, it's like we have to not assume the worst about people and not assume the worst about ourselves. You know, we can't, We are no longer slaves to sin. Mm -hmm. So we can... We have to stop assuming that we are going to do something wrong. Yeah. But if we do, you know, we have to be willing to correct that. Yeah. But, you know, we also have to be willing to assume the best about other people. Mm -hmm. And I know... I mean, you and I have pretty much gone through it together. But, you know, there, there's someone in my life who... There were things they were doing that I didn't agree with. But I tried to assume the best about them.
0: Yeah.
1: And it didn't...
0: Pan out.
1: It didn't pan out. You know, I'm still believing for things to change. Yeah. You know, but... Like, going into that, you know, that person had hurt me in the past. And, you know, God was telling me to go and try to reconcile the relationship. Because there were things that I had done wrong as well. Yeah. And, you know, opening that door, you know, I was like, I I really, I don't want to let this person back in. Mm Mm-hmm because what if they hurt me again and he was like well what if they do like it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter and it's like you are loved more than what anybody can do to you yeah and like i feel like people don't want to hear that but you it's like you don't want to hear that or you don't know how to accept that because you don't understand how loved you are. Yeah. And that may sound like, well, of course I know that I'm loved by God and, you know, but I still don't want to let. And it's like, even if you don't want, like, I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, but. Being rounded, being grounded and rooted in his love. It. Empowered me to do that. And Mm. all throughout that, the word grace was definitely like a big thing for me. And it was like, I'm giving you the grace to walk through this because no, you might not do it perfectly, but I recognize your effort for it. And there were so many times when I would be so hard on myself and God is like, I'm so proud of you for Mm -hmm. making an effort in this. And I know that it's hard, but I still felt him rooting for me and because he really, he just wants connection Mm -hmm. with us and how we love other people reflects the love that we've received because you know, we are supposed to be a reflection of like the unity of, the Father and the Son, like Jesus talked about um, in John 17, where he's like, you know, let them be united just as mm-hmm. you and I are, are united. And, you know, he He made us in his image. And a, just, I guess, if you want to call it a concept about God, <laughs> that I've always really loved since I've heard it, you know, he is this infinite being. Mm -hmm. And if we are all made in his image, we are all a a different side of his face. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to think of it this way, it's like we are all supposed to know what he's like. And the more, we're able to connect with the people around us, the more we're seeing of his face and the more that we're allowing him to operate through us, you know, we have to honor God inside every person that we see. And even if someone isn't walking with the Lord, you know that they're made in his image and you still have to honor that.
0: Yeah, because it literally would take every person... From the beginning of time to the end of time, to get a clear picture of who God is in his fullness. And I still think, because he's infinite, that there would still be more to find out because the closer we get to him, the more mysteries of him we are revealed. Yeah. And, like, good.
1: Oh, like, it just makes me think about heaven when it's like, you know, when, um, when we think about, you know, Jesus coming and, you know, we think of like the revelation picture of, you know, the new heaven and the new earth and all of that. Um, I really, I really feel like for the rest of eternity, because, you know, there's there's been a lot of people that have uh, come and gone that are going to come. Yeah. We're going to be spending eternity learning all the different testimonies yeah. of everybody. And even while we're in heaven, like it doesn't like life doesn't just stop once you get to heaven. Like mm-hmm. what you cultivate here is what you are essentially bringing to the table when you come to heaven. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I really believe that there there is a whole other life that we get to live up there. And it's it's without the influence of sin and yeah. you know, all of that. But you know, I've I've heard Rick Pino talk about it a lot, but he was like, there is a special kind of worship that you get to give God while you're here on the earth because you you get to live your life with having with having to fight against these powers of darkness yeah. and it's like you know he he was talking about you know giving God praise and everything but it's not just like you know, in a song you know it's with your life and he was like you get to do that even in the face of difficult things, Mm -hmm. you know, even if your relationships are having difficulties or you're having difficulty connecting with people or whatever it may be, you know, still giving God the praise and believing that he's going to help you walk through this or the, you know, just believing that he has already overcome these situations like it it is a sweet smelling fragrance to the lord because you are loving him despite these difficult things yeah. and that applies to relationships as well
0: mm-hmm. yeah cuz i think relationships are choices yeah. like pure and simple. Like everything you do in a relationship is a choice. You can choose to love somebody, you know, even when you don't feel the feeling of love, you know, loving is a choice. A relationship is a choice, you know, and I think that's why a lot of people and we both, I, we've talked about it on the show before, Like, we lived in sin. Like, we lived together before we were married and everything. And, like, I know it put a lot of pressure and anxiety on both of us because, you know, I hadn't asked you to marry me yet. And I was also, like, supporting you and, like, hiding it from my parents and everything. Like, there was a lot of wrong things about it. But I could have, or you could have, And any point in time just chose, I'm done with this. Yeah. You know, I'm done with this. But we look at God and we see it doesn't matter where you're at in your walk. You could be, you could think you're the farthest thing away from God, but he's right there beside you because he's made the choice to have Jesus come down and, give his life like he can't take that back and he will never take it back yeah. but God is with us the whole time constantly talking in the name of Jesus there are people are safe and healed um, the sirens are on our side if you could hear those but I, that choice like God made that choice yeah. like he didn't have to he could have just snapped his finger and boop, everybody had been gone Everybody could have been gone. He's like, all right, let's just restart this thing again. Yeah. You know, he could have done the same thing with the devil. He literally keeps everybody together, even his enemies. And we were once his enemies. And I just think that's so important for us to realize is that it's a choice. Everything we do, you know, taking out the garbage is a choice. Yeah. You know, you could let it pile up and then get get in an argument about the garbage or you can just make the choice, go do it. Yeah. You know, you could be kind. You, you know, all of these things are little bitty choices. Yeah. But we get to make them every day. Like, it isn't, isn't said and done, you know? Yeah. Make them every day.
1: Like, I really. At the end of the day, I really just want to keep coming back to my first love Mm -hmm. and because, you know, I, we were talking about it a little while ago, um, Just talking about, just talking about God and like, you know, I've, I've just had these moments in my life, um, I guess these encounters with him and it was like, there's nothing else like this and, and it's not about. It's not about a feeling or anything like that, but it's just kind of like it's those moments, those memories, those words, um, you know, those truths Um. that kind of ground you and root you. And it's where you're. It sustains you. Mm -hmm. And when I really come back to him and knowing how loved I am, it's like how could I choose anything else but to love other wow. people? Um, you know, I was reading some stuff in, in Romans um for the new series that we started uh for November. And, you know, it was just listing out, like, it was talking about, you know, we're new creations in Christ. And it was like, you know, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. And it's like, It's like, you shouldn't have to give into these things, but it's like, he's having to like list all these things out, probably because they're doing this thing. And it's just like, when I, when I think about my relationships, it's like, I just want my first choice to always be to love somebody. Yeah. I don't want it to be like, I, I, I don't want there to be any other choice. Yeah. I don't want to think that that gossiping about somebody is a choice mm-hmm. complaining about, you know, whatever is a choice. Ignoring somebody is a choice um you know it's i i i, I don't want to allow any of that yeah and you know i think cuz in the present moment it's so much easier to do that oh yeah but in the long run you know it it damages relationships and can damage you as well, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And I I saw a quote the other day and I wish I could remember it verbatim, but you know, it was saying like your essentially your measure of connection with God and your measure of knowing his love is how much you Part part of it can be measured by how much you hate the things that he hates, mm. in hating sin. Yeah, because if you hate those things, that means that you love the right things. Yeah. Um, and I know it's like when I first saw that, it was just like, well, that's a kind of an odd thing to say, but you know, it's like this is my friend and I know what they like and I know what they don't like, but God, he is truth. I mean, he is the, the living word that cuts away (laughs) what doesn't need to be there. And, and it's like, if I hate what he hates and I don't want to associate with it, um, in that I, you know, I don't allow it in my own life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, He's he's my friend, and I know what he loves, and I know what he hates. But what he hates is things that would bring me down. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's like a uh, multi-layered sort of thing where it's like mm-hmm. he's like I hate this because it will destroy you, yeah, and I want you to hate it too because I have something that's so much better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, that's that's what I want to have in my relationships. It's like, um, you know, I think about the things that the people that I love, that they struggle with, or even that I struggle with. And it's like, I would want somebody to help me through this. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to help the people that I love. And it's like, I really hate that you're having to go through this. I hate it so much. And I hate that you would ever give into any kind of lie about what anybody would say about you. That says that you're not enough or you're not worthy or that you have to do whatever to be of any kind of value. Um. Um, Whatever it may be. I know I'm going on, but it's just like. I want to love people and and show them. It's like this is who you really are, yeah. and I want to do that in love as well,
0: you know. Yeah. Well, I I was just thinking of this as you were saying that at the end. Jesus has invested in each one of us. We're not worthless. We're not we don't have to do anything to yeah. be of worth other than accept the inheritance that he has given us, which is love.
1: Yeah.
0: Everything after that, we seek the kingdom first, everything after that will be added. Yeah. And that's so awesome. Like we've been bought with a price. Something like there <laughs> there's only one Jesus. There's only one Jesus. You know, There, I love Coca-Cola. There's a ton of Coca-Cola out there.
1: There's a lot of cola. There's only one Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm
0: saying is, like, I could go in a store right now, and there's probably, you know, 40, 50, you know, things to purchase of just Coca-Cola. Different yeah. flavors and all of that, but there's only one Jesus.
1: Yeah.
0: There's only one. And he came for not just me, but you and everybody that's watching and listening to this. And that is so precious that our Father has invested in not just our lives here. And thank the good Lord that we have a life here that can be above and beyond what the world thinks is the good life. Yeah. But we have a life that is eternal that it's going to be so awesome to spend with the rest of the body. Like, I thank the good Lord that we're in a country that we can have freedom of religion, that we can, you know, practice being, you know, getting better at being a Christian, you know, following (laughs) Jesus. Because there's people being persecuted for about this, you know. And I'm just excited to see people developing that relationship with God because it starts there. Yeah. The closer you get to God, the better the rest of your relationships are. And I think, like, our relationship mm-hmm. has gotten so much better the closer we both got to God. Yeah. Because we used to fight and argue, like, nobody's business. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous at a point, but once we handed it over to God, like, it was just like, phew, all that stuff went away.
1: Well, I mean, it's we deal with conflict very differently. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Um, I mean, there's times when we've still gotten mad and everything, and
0: yeah, I'm not saying that that no, doesn't happen.
1: No, but I'm I'm just saying like it's really changed like how we deal with you know different issues. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we yeah. I think d-
0: <laughs> fence is the quickest way to like an argument to blow up. Yeah. It goes from like us working through an issue, like working on the problem to working on each other Yeah. with hammers and clubs. <laughs> um,
1: I know we were having a discussion <laughs> the <laughs> other day yeah, and it was like, I was actually the first person to do it. It was bringing up something that had already happened. Mm -hmm. And even though it was related, it was like I was, I've been told it's like you don't bring past issues into Um, a current, you know, argument or discussion or whatever. And then it's like I did it and then you did it. And then it was like, okay, we shouldn't be doing this. And it was just like, you know and you try to talk through it and everything and like i know when like a conflict rises it's like not allowing yourself to get offended and then getting like emotional yeah um i don't know if this is like a female thing or like um but it's like i'm i know it's not because there's different types of emotions that can come out in an argument or whatever but um, you know not allowing emotions to control you and not um, you know I was talking about this the other day Um, you know the fruits of the Holy Spirit really are a good um, almost like checklist for the things that you think or you feel or you say. Yeah. And, you know, it's something that I'm trying to um, implement more where it's just like, is this thought that I'm having, you know, you know, is it a thought of joy? Is it a thought of love? Peace? You mm-hmm. know, you go down the list. It's like, if it's not, then yeah. I need to do the last thing on the fruit of the spirit list. Get some self-control. <laughs> and put this thing in check. Yeah. And, you know, cast down every vain thought and imagination.
0: That comes against the knowledge of Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, shut up my words that, you know... um, I think that's Ephesians 4, something, you know, getting rid of all bitterness, anger, and rage. 31, and 32. Yeah. Um, bitterness, rage, anger, slander, 4. harsh words, and then my favorite part, and any other types of evil behavior. It's like, whatever else you've invented that you're yeah. doing, um, you know, and it says you get rid of it. It's like, yeah. because of that that last fruit of the Holy Spirit that you're empowered to do, yeah. is to have self-control and, or throw in that, what was my rhema word for a long time? Uh, that it's first Timothy two seven, I believe mm-hmm. we do not have a spirit of fear, but love, power and a sound mind. And some translations say self-control.
0: And I think that's important because we've all been given free will. Yep. Thus, we have to control ourselves, our will, and yeah. we have to submit to God on those things.
1: And we can't just be like, oh, well, we're just human. We're just faulty. No, yeah. we're new creations mm-hmm. in Christ, and you are dead to sin. Yeah. And it's like, even if that hasn't been our experience, and maybe there's something that we've been struggling with, we cannot change what the word says to meet our experience. Mm -hmm. We have to get in that secret place with God and be like, God, you have to help me change my experience. I want your word to apply to my life. And it's like, we have to make the choice to Mm -hmm. do that. And, I always want that to be my desire is that his word speaks truth into my experience and situation. I don't dictate what word gets to apply to me and what doesn't
0: Yeah,
1: like. I can't, we can't do that. Yeah. And that may sound harsh, but it's like, if I allow that, I'm really bringing destruction on myself, yeah. like that proverb that I brought up earlier, where it's like if you're not willing to allow correction or criticism, you know criticism or whatever it said, if you're not allowing that, then you don't want to improve your life. you mm-hmm. don't, and it's like we we just we can't do that, we cannot become stagnant, we cannot accept. These negative things that we have the power to control and to change.
0: Yeah, it. The word is not like going into McDonald's and getting to, you know, pick and choose or Burger King, have it your way or anything like that. <laughs> I
1: don't want pickles today.
0: Yeah, it. You. The word is the word. Yeah. And. Once we accept that, then we can get into relation, true relationship with God, because He, He's not holding anything back. He's not omitting. He's not lying. He's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And anything that isn't God is a lie. Yep. And I think that's where you know we've got to just start working on our relationship with God, and then everything else falls in the line because we're seeing how. A true father that loves us unconditionally really works a relationship. Yeah. And that's just awesome.
1: I mean, when he's first in everything, the you know, he's first in everything that's under that, he's going to influence and he's going to make it better. hmm You know, like... And we've talked about it. It's like, I know I've told you, it's like, I love God more than I love you. Mm-hmm. But because I love him, I've been able to love you better. Yeah. I hope. T- <laughs> no. Because, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. It.
0: And it's loving him and he shows you how you're supposed to love yourself. Yeah. And then you allow more love to come to you and it just opens up so many Different. It makes it so much healthier. Yep. And that's the whole point of this episode. <laughs> healthy relationships. I can
1: feel you trying to wrap me up, and I'm just like, I won't get yeah, you going. I'm. Yeah,
0: I'm trying. I'm over <laughs> here like, I got the big reel.
1: <laughs> it's just such an important thing to it me. Is. Um, because that's, like I said earlier, knowing that love, mm-hmm. I am compelled. We are compelled to love and I just wanna do it well. Yeah. You wanna pray? Sure. Okay. Lord, thank you for this conversation. Thank you for loving us so deeply that we can't help but want to love other people and God I just pray that we as a team and everyone who watches who is part of this community with us Lord that we would all always come back to our first love which is you Jesus right now We just give ourselves to you right now, Lord. God, I thank you that we can give ourselves to you because we can trust you. Because you trust us with yourself. God, you've given us your Holy Spirit. You gave us your Son on the cross God, you made us to hold the capacity of the infinite God, of the Holy Spirit. You trust us so much. And so, God, we, we trust you. We trust you in relationship. We trust that you love us and that you guide us, that your leadership is perfect in our lives, Lord. And that you lead us in our other relationships, Lord. But God, root us in your love. Continue to root us in your love and keep drawing us back to you anytime that our gaze wanders elsewhere. Lord, we love you and we call ourselves back to our first love because everything else will come into fold with that, Lord. I thank you for everyone that's watching. God, I pray that you would bless. The relationships of the people who watch this show, their families and their friends, their co-workers, whoever they are able to interact with, Lord, God, that there would be healthy relationships that reflect your glory. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're building here. And I thank you for the relationships that you're going to bring through this show, Lord. We love you, Lord, and we just thank you for your creation of relationships that you want to be united with us and us united together. Thank you, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen.
0: Thank you, everybody, for watching this episode. We hope that it is... Blessed you. Um, I know just talking about it, it's opened up more and more in my spirit about relationships. Mm-hmm. And if you want to support the show, uh, we're gonna start doing episodes early because we've recorded we are several weeks like ahead of schedule and everything. We're gonna start putting uh, episodes out early on Patreon and everything a week in advance you'll be starting to get those if you support us over there so definitely go check out Patreon see what tier that falls in you can get like the podcast version or the video version and all of that kind of stuff but the supporting us there helps us continue to develop the show and do more we've had had a long discussion tonight about the things that we want to do so that support just helps us pour more of our time because we want to make the show and all the stuff that we want to make for the kingdom be our focus. So it takes finances for us to be able to afford to spend that time on all of it Uh, because we do this after we get done with work. So it would be awesome to really pour in the time that we feel like God has called us to do. Mm -hmm. If you want to get some awesome shirts, we have those. Uh, You can check them out. The link is in the description below as well. Yeah, merch, merch. <laughs> they're really, really cool, so check them out. Find the one that you want, that Yahweh in Hebrew. Really dope. The one in English is pretty cool, too. I like the the typography that's on there. <laughs> Those are my two favorite because, you know, Yahweh. Uh, so check all of that out. Support us. We also have a podcast version, so whichever version that you want to listen to, watch, or whatever, they're available to you. And share it with somebody that you want to hear, want to get them deeper into the Word. Like we're we're wanting to grow this, and it's going to take a community, like the the first church, to really grow and strengthen the body of Christ. Because we ain't perfect, but we're chasing after God, and we want to we want to run with y'all. Yeah. So come and be a part of it. Uh, I'm excited for what's coming coming next. Yeah. So.
1: And if you want shorter things if you know people that aren't into maybe the longer videos check out the know it november videos Mm -hmm. um those are great to share with people who um well anyone really um but maybe a friend that um you know wants to know more about their identity or really we just need to know it and remember my catchphrase is it feels like a catchphrase. It's like knowing your identity in Christ and remembering it because it's important to remember because we have to be grounded and rooted in that. Um, but it's like five minutes or less. Um, so go check those out if you like shorter things like that.
0: Yes. So thank y'all again. We appreciate your time. We appreciate you pouring yourself into this and we appreciate the comments down below. We're going to be in them. We're going to be discussing them with you. So definitely jump into the comments and let us know what you think about what a healthy relationship is and just be a part of that. Yeah. But this has been Zach and Amy. Y'all have a blessed week.
1: Bye.